This is BLR Takeover. The children are taking over the radio. Forget about the teachers, it's all about the kids. Well, hello everyone. I hope we find you happy, healthy and well and not going to crackers during these strange times. Yes, it's Mr G back with another podcast. Podcast number three of our social distancing series. I'm going to be bringing you some news, some great tunes and some really weird stories. But first, let's start with a wholly appropriate song. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this.
time. Every time you see me, got hammers just so hype. I'm dope on the floor and I'm magic on the mic. Now why would I ever stop doing this without the making records? So there you go, the mighty MC Hammer with You Can't Touch This. Um, if you've got an idea of a tune that you think would be highly suitable for the start of the show, please do get in touch with us. Um, you can do that in many ways. You can email me, quite simply, as newsroom at boutonleyjuniors.org.uk. Um, you can go onto the Anchor website. Uh, which you might be listening to this through, uh, and leave us a voice message. Or you can get yourselves over to the school website and to the home learning page, and you'll find there's a contact form there that you can just fill in, and that sends a little message to me and tells me what you want to say. Um, so what have you been up to over the Easter break? Um, Got to say, for us, it was quite nice to have some family time, uh, although the wife has decided to become the new version of, or Newton's version of Charlie Dimmock. Our gardeners never looked so good. I've currently laid 20 square metres of turf. I've got another 15 to go and my knees will never be the same. So come on, tell us what you've been doing. Uh, it'll be lovely to hear. We've had a few people get in touch. Uh, Camilla used the website and the contact page to do that. And um, she's been using some of the materials on our website on our mindfulness bit, um, there's an activity sheet or article all about uh, breathing techniques to help you. And she likes to say the mindfulness breathing really works and is amazing. Glad to hear you're using it, Camilla. Glad to believe hear it's helping you out. Um, we've also had a couple of people contact us on the voice message part of Anchor FM. Uh, it's nice to hear voices. Uh, the first one was Nisha Mystery, who got in touch, left a voicemail to give us a very important message. Here's Nisha. Hi. Okay, so not the longest message, but hi Nisha. Good to know you're listening. Good to know that you're using the kit to get in touch. Um, hope you're well. Hope your family's doing all right. Uh, the other person to get in touch was Anna Zardin, who had just a little bit more to say. So nothing unusual there. Over to Anna. Hi, Mr. G, and anyone who's listening to this podcast. Yes, I've seen the mullet, and let's just say it's bizarre, but I think we can make it work. And that's not me just saying that Mr. Gaskell would rock the mullet, but also we can make this new way of living work for us as long as we need to. And I think it's important that we stay strong and positive as one big school. Yeah, thanks for that, Anna. I'm not entirely sure what to think about you thinking I could still rot the mullet. Uh, actually, let you into a secret. I used to rock a mullet back in the late 80s when they were all the fashion. Ah. Anyhow, yeah, important message though. Well done, Anna. Uh, we'll all get through this together. And by doing what's best for everybody is how this is all going to come to an end. Anyway, just to prove that I'm not all about 
old time and old fashioned and old stuff. Um gonna play a tune from the wonderful Mabel. Although I will say I do remember her mum, the lovely Nana Cherry, on top of the pops back in the eighties, giving it the buffalo stance. Anyway, this is Mabel and don't call me up. When I'm underneath the bright lights, when I'm trying to have a good time, cause I'm good now, you ain't mine, nah, 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 don't call me up. When you're looking at my photos, getting hot, losing control, you want me more, now I let go, nah, 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 nah. I'm over you, and I don't need your lies no more, cause the truth is without you, boy, I'm stronger, and I know. Don't call me up, I'm going out tonight Feeling good now you're out of my life Don't wanna talk about us Gotta leave it behind One drink and you're out of my mind Nah, nah, take it out Baby, I'm on the high And you're alone going out of your mind But I'm here up in the club And I don't wanna talk So don't call me up Cause I'm here looking fine, babe And I got eyes looking my way And everybody's on my vibe, babe Nah, 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 nah Don't call me up My friend said you were a bad man I should've listened to the back then And now you're trying to hit me up again Nah, 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 nah I'm over you And I don't need your lies no more Cause the truth is without you, boy I'm stronger And I know You said that I'd change up a cold heart But it was your game that last cause Ooh, I'm over you Don't call me up Fantastic Mabel there with Don't Call Me Up. Um, right, so in case you're not aware, I'm sure you are, but uh, this whole situation isn't just about the UK. It is happening all over the world. It is a pandemic, uh, and pretty much every nation has had to put in some sort of social distancing rules. Um, well, I've been trawling through the news, and I found this uh, yesterday, which I thought was wonderful. Um, over in Australia, they have uh, taken the rules out a little bit more seriously, and 
the, they've actually implemented fines for people who break the rules that they put in for social distancing, um, such as being in groups and all that, and the police have the right to go and fine people. So this was an interview with uh, a politician from Western Australia, and um, he was asked a question by a journalist about these fines, uh, in particular about a story where a gentleman had gone out for a run and then stopped to eat a kebab and ended up getting a fine because he decided to have this kebab uh, with a group of other people. Anyway, um, this politician, for once, a politician that couldn't quite hold it together when asked the questions. Um, have a listen to this. It's fantastic. I find it hard to believe someone was going for a run and then stopped to have a kebab. But um, in, any, in any event... They do things differently in New South Wales. Um, look, um, there's nothing wrong. With, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with going for a run. There's nothing wrong with going for a run and having a kebab. <laughs> but, but I don't think there's anything wrong. We're not. We're not making it unlawful to go for a run and eat a kebab. Uh, it's whether you whether you're not a, you're in a group. That is the issue. Yeah, fantastic piece there. If you do get chance to uh, look it up on the BBC News website or Google it or look for it on YouTube, it is there. And watch it. Don't just look at the politician, though. Look at the people around him. He's obviously got a, an advisor or a security guard behind him. He loses it. And the lady who's supposedly signing the whole piece uh, for people with uh, hearing issues, uh, she loses it as well. It is just brilliant to watch. And that's part of the weirdness of the current situation. We're all having to learn to do things differently and to work in different ways. And I know for a lot of people, the the Zoom conference video message has or video call has become the norm. Uh, and this has brought problems because obviously you're doing it at home. Me recording this is doing problems. You may occasionally hear uh, my daughter in the background screaming or shouting or the wife hoovering. Um but Sarah Cox on Radio 2 did a fantastic little piece uh, where she invited people to uh, send in stories of where uh, Zooming and video conferencing didn't quite go right. Uh, and this is, this is a piece from her show. Now then, people, popping up on camera willy-nilly. Yesterday, says Marie, I had my two kids come into the room whilst on video call to my boss and they were pretending to be cats. <laughs> Get out! Elsa in Cheshire, my daughter recently had to lead a Zoom conference, spent the entire session with her foot firmly on the door to stop the three-year-old who'd taken all her clothes off and was trying to come in. Very swan-like, calm at the top, panic with the feet. And Hannah and Henry in Gloucestershire says, my Labrador Henry let out a huge groan at the beginning of a Zoom yoga class. The teacher thought it was one of her pupils. I didn't correct her. Here we go, caught on camera part two, because they're so good. Let's see, 1905 on Twitter says, I playfully throttled my 12-year-old at his desk, asking him when he was going to tidy his room, uh, <laughs> to be told he'd do it after the class meeting was over. All his class and the teacher saw it. His school nurse called my wife the next day, asking if he was OK. Yeah, no, it's fine, it's just a joke. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Kennedy in Edinburgh. 
came running in for my daily exercise, jumped in the shower, realised two minutes to my first video call, flung underwear on and a jumper and launched myself in front of my laptop thinking I was looking good from the waist up. Halfway through the call, the sun was blinding me, so I stood up to pull the blind down, inadvertently showing everyone my pants. I did my online learning video, says Alison, for my class of school children with underwear drying on the radiator. Fortunately, just socks. There you go, the lovely, uh, brilliant Sarah Cox doing her show on BBC Radio 2 earlier this week. Now, sticking with the BBC, you may have seen the uh, big night in that was put on uh, last night, a combination, a um, meeting of comic relief and children need, putting on a evening of fun and music and sketches and all the rest of it. Uh, fantastic event put together very, very quickly, uh, very last minute. Uh, the show's organisers say the money that will be split between Comet Relief and Children in Need will help people stay safe from harm, mentally healthy, and with access to food, warmth and shelter, as well as helping people stay connected, active and positive through these extraordinary times. Uh, as part of it, the BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge um, brought together a group of musicians to create a cover version of the Foo Fighters' fantastic song, Times Like These. Um, it is brilliant. If you get a chance to download it and pay for it, please do. Um, it's well worth their support. So here you go. Here's uh, BBC Live Lounge and the Foo Fighters' Times Like These. Like these 
time and time again Let's go, it's times like these do we activate Do something to improve, don't procrastinate I've been cooking, I'll make a wicked pasta plate Stream games at 11 but I clap at 8 And I'll dribble FaceTime if you tempt me Time to pay back all the health docs lent me And for me, West 10's elementary But right now I wanna see life go empty, you get me? We'll make it better together, we'll make a better life Because the pressure is ever upon us every night And every day so we pray and we will forever fight We'll make it better together, we'll make a better life I'm a one-way motorway I'm the one that drives away and follows you back home There you go, BBC Live Lounge and a cover version of the Foo Fighters classic, Times Like These. I'm going to keep it uh, downbeat a little bit because got some sad news uh, or worrying news um, amongst all this. You, anybody who knows me knows I'm a great fan of the poet uh, Michael Rosen um, and I'm sorry to say that he's really, really not very well. He's currently in hospital. And um, he was taken in to hospital a couple of weeks back. They're not sure whether it's coronavirus or what. Um, just that he is very, very poorly. Um, I follow him on Twitter, often have conversations with him. He's a brilliant supporter of our blogs. Uh, we'll always come and have a little read um, and send it, put his flag up when we're ever doing some blog work. He's a truly great bloke, fantastic poet. And as I say, is in intensive care currently. It's slow progress. His family are asking that people don't keep bugging them and keep bugging the tweet and the Twitter account trying to find out more news. Um, just from the news pages earlier this month, April 7th, um, there was uh, information that he really still is very poorly but remains stable and has some positive signs of improvement. Michael, uh, we hope that you are soon back on your feet and out doing your thing again. Um and it seems quite fitting for you and for the current situation um, that we play a recording of you performing one of your poems, which was for the NHS. So uh, this is to Michael, for Michael. Uh, get well soon, mate. Um, and here he is performing his poem, These Hands. This is for the NHS. These are the hands that touch us first. Feel your head, find the pulse, and make your bed. These are the hands that tap your back, test the skin, hold your arm, wheel the bin, change the bulb, fix the drip, pour the jug, 
replace your hip. These are the hands that fill the bath, mop the floor, flick the switch, soothe the sore, burn the swabs, give us a jab, throw out sharps, design the lab. And these are the hands that stop the leaks, empty the pan, wipe the pipes, carry the can, clamp the veins, make the cast, log the dose, and touch us last. The lovely Michael Rosen, um, yeah, who's currently not very well, but we're hoping we'll make a full recovery. Um, so what else has been going on? I uh, have said to you that I would find out some crazy and cracking news that's been happening around recently, and I have done just that. Um, obviously, all of it kind of linked to the current situation. So, uh, and sticking with the uh, the whole Zoom issue, a vicar was left red-faced after accidentally setting his arm on fire while recording a virtual sermon. Reverend Stephen Beach was performing the online service as people across the UK stay at home to help stop the spread of coronavirus. In the video, the vicar of St. Bodo Parish Church in Plymouth had his jumper set on fire as he leaned over uh, some candles, prompting him to calmly exclaim, Oh dear, I just caught fire. The 61-year-old luckily wasn't harmed in the incident. <laughs> he said, uh, I just felt my arm getting a bit hot. The nice thing is, it did damage to my pullover and my shirt, but my arm is fine. There's no burn. Uh, lucky for him. Right, uh, next up, and I love this one. Um, <laughs> a motorist caught speeding at 110 miles per hour told police he had travelled more than 100 miles to London to buy a loaf of bread because it was cheaper. Officers stopped the man at about 10.40pm on Sunday as he was heading back to Nottingham on the M1. He was with his two young children and the, told the police he had travelled to the capital because a loaf of bread was a pound cheaper there during the coronavirus outbreak. What bread is he buying? Um, the driver was given two fixed penalty notices and reported to court for the speeding. Leicester police said the distance between Nottingham and London is more than 120 miles. And police said the man was stopped near Junction 22 in Leicestershire. The courts will decide the level of the fine, the force said. Probably more than a pound or so for a loaf of bread. Um, the second notice was under the Health Protection Regulations 2020, which comes with a £60 fine. So, yeah. Going all the way to London to buy bread because it was cheaper. Um, the next one, and this is possibly my favourite one of the time. Um, and this takes us to um, to Dudley Zoo. Uh, Dudley in the West Midlands. Uh, even flamingos are getting restless during the lockdown, it seems. One managed to escape its enclosure in Dudley Zoo and was filmed taking a stroll down the street nearby. Um the zoo said one of our flamingos didn't stick to the stay safe, stay home message and decided to take her daily exercise via Castle Hill. Our keepers were on the scene within minutes and safely returned the flamingo back to their enclosure um, where she is now once again self-isolating. Uh, <laughs> thanks to a phone call from the public, keepers quickly located the bird and following a quick health check, she was returned unharmed to the rest of the flock. Um, the fact was um, that she was found uh, back in on the grass 
inside the zoo. So she'd, uh, when the flamingo was located, she was on a grass lawn within the zoo grounds. It was only later that we found out the flamingo had gone across Castle Hill Road before heading home on her own accord. Um, I think that's a pretty damning indictment of Dudley, really, that even a flamingo had chance for freedom, took one look at the city centre and went, do you know what? I think I'm better in the zoo. So we'll leave the news there. Um, perhaps you've got news. Perhaps you've found a funny or wacky article that you want to tell us about. Don't forget, you can get in touch with the show through email, uh, newsroom at boutonlyjuniors.org.uk. Uh, go to the website and to the home learning page and you'll find there's a contact form there. Or use the Anchor FM software or website and you can leave us a voice message which should be brilliant to have and to hear from you uh, anyway let's uh, go to another tune um, I played this one a couple of weeks ago I do love it it's Blinding Lights by The Weekend.
Okay, that was The weekend. Fantastic track. Now, um, just to finish things off, I know last time I did this that the um, the weird and wacky facts thing seemed to, uh, seemed to be appreciated by people, so I thought I'd go and find some more. So these are all food-related crazy facts. So, tomato ketchup. We all are aware of that. We're British, and we all wear tomato ketchup. So, was sold in, it was sold in the 1830s as, what do you think, uh, an hair tonic, furniture polish, or medicine? What are you going to go for? Tomato ketchup. Oliver, what do you reckon? Tomato ketchup, what do you think? Was it sold in the 1830s as hair tonic, as furniture polish, or as medicine? What are we going for? I would say... Furniture polish. Gone for furniture polish. Actually, the answer's medicine. It was sold as a medicine. Not so incredible, really. It still manages to cure the reluctant appetites amongst our younger diners. <laughs> there you go. Did you know that milk delivered to your shops today was in the cow two days ago? Yeah, there you go. I famously remember working in Kettering and asking a group of year sixes where milk came from. And one of the children, quite honestly, just said, Tesco. Whatever. Uh, the Chinese used to open shrimp uh, by flaying, <laughs> good word that, write it down, by flaying the shells with bamboo poles. Until a few years ago, in factories where dried shrimp were being prepared, shrimp dancers were hired, no kidding, to tramp on the shells with special shoes. Do you know what? I think there's a reality programme there somewhere. Look for BBC One's exciting new series, Strictly Shrimp Dancing. And sausages have been nicknamed bangers because during World War II, they contained so much water that they'd actually explode when they were fried. <laughs> Oliver's giggling at that one. And finally, our last one. In medieval England, beer was often served with breakfast. And do you know what? I've got a horrible feeling currently that that little habit is slowly returning to society. Anyhow, that's it for Fantastic Facts. Have you got any Fantastic Facts? Perhaps you've got a song you want playing. Perhaps you've got a message you just want to send out. Please get in touch with the show either through email, newsroom at bantleyjuniors.org.uk, through the website or through the Anchor FM voice messaging system. Right, and last thing for this particular show, as my little darling Hope is staring at me, looking at the microphone, wanting to grab it. Um, hot off the press, literally just come through to me from school. This week was the um, birthday of William Shakespeare from Stratford-upon-Avon, the great playwright and poet. And uh, we asked some of the children in school today if they would mind having a go at some of the sonnets. We have three who were brave enough to give it a shot. It is very complex language. And... Uh, here they are, here's their efforts. Sonnet 18, shall I compare thee to a summer's day by William Shakespeare? Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot, the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometimes declines by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, 
nor lose possession of that fair thou oust, nor shall death brag the wonders in his shade. When eternal winds to time thou growest, so long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Sonnet 116, Let Me Not to the Marriage of True Minds, by William Shakespeare. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alterate finds, or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it, it is an ever fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is a start to every wandering bark. He's Worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fall, though, though rosy lips and cheeks. Within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters with, not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, no, no, nor no man ever loved. Shall I compare these to a summer day, thou art more lovely and more intemperate. Rough winds to shake the darling buds on May, and summer leaves hath all too short a day. Sometimes too hot the eyes of heaven shines, and often is his god-gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometimes declined, by chance or nature changing course untrimmed. But the internal um, summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that nor shall death bring the wonder in his shades when the internal lines to time those gross so long as men can breathe or eyes can see so long lives this and this gives life to you didn't they do brilliantly uh, as i say really really tough language in the uh, Shakespearean sonnets, but a fantastic effort by the three of them. Well done, you. Right, um, Hope is desperately trying to get on the microphone and uh, is now heading out of the door. Uh, well, everyone's a critic. So all that's left is for myself and Oliver to say goodbye. So, Oliver? Goodbye! <laughs> we will speak to you all again next week. Uh, don't forget, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself sane, keep washing your hands, and we will get through this all together. I uh, look forward to seeing you really soon. And until then, and until next week, let's uh, leave with Elton John. And I'm still standing. Look at me, I'm coming back again
yourself in a simple way And if you need to know while I'm still standing You just fade away Don't you know I'm still standing Better than I ever did Looking like a true survivor Feeling like a little kid And I'm still standing After all this time Thinking of the Cut me down And if I 